Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins. Love bringing these videos to your attention. And a couple of days ago, I did a video on why you shouldn't be worried about what's going on in the market right now. Because if you are a VectorVest subscriber, we had you out of the market a while ago. So today I'm gonna do a little bit of a follow-up and explain to you the three things that move markets globally and how they affect what's going on in the market right now. Those three things are earnings, interest and inflation and if you want to know how they affect the market you sit right there Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Always love bringing these videos to your attention. Glad to have you here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to watch this video. So I'm going to try to make sure that it's worth your time to be here. If you're brand new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you like the content, by all means, please hit that like button. Share this video to show people what we can do for them. And don't forget to hit the bell icon so you'll be alerted to when new videos like this come out. So today we're going to get hot and heavy into the three things that move markets globally. That's right. Now you can look at a lot of other different things, but if you put these things into perspective, these are the three things that move markets globally. As we get started, let's follow up from what we started uh, earlier this week. In the VectorVest program, I'm looking at the software and it's earlier in the morning. By the time you get this video, the market will have been closed but I wanted to show what's going on earlier in the day. So I got a lot of feedback, people saying, well, I did that video, the market's going to be all green for the rest of the week. Well, that quite didn't happen. And the reason why is because there's fears on interest and inflation. Remember, the three things that move markets globally are earnings, interest, and inflation. Now, let's talk a little bit about those. Well, before we start to talk about those, let's look at what's going on. The market gapped down earlier today. is Friday. Market gapped down today. And if from a technical standpoint, if I'm trying to see if there's any bullishness in the market today, I want to see if the market can break through this gap down level from earlier this morning. But as we are watching the market now, now, we're continuing to hit lower lows throughout the market day. So that means there's still blood in the streets. How do I know that? Because we have indicators within the VectorVest system that show us that the market is at a level of being oversold and looking for a bottom. I'm going to click on our home site. Here's the home page. Here's those two indicators. And without being a VectorVest subscriber, you wouldn't know that you uh, what these indicators are. But the buy to sell ratio or BSR looks at the overall health of the market. And yes, folks, we do look at the health of the market. How many stocks in our database of over 9,000 stocks have buys compared to those that have sells? So keeping all of that in mind, at a level of 0.17, it's below a level that we're looking for when the market hits a bottom, which is 0.20. Now, the MTI, which looks at three indicators in one, gives us the underlying trend of the market, has a level of 0.60 when the market is looking for a bottom. 
Now, keep this in mind. The further below those levels these indicators go, the stronger the rebound will be. But the market is looking for a bottom. The key word is looking. We don't predict and say today is the bottom and the market's going to go up. How do you know when the market is low? When the market stops going down and it starts going up. Folks, this is going to present a great buying opportunity for what we call bottom fishing. When will that happen? I don't know. But my personal opinion is knowing that the Fed is going to raise interest rates starting in March, I believe based on these indicators and based on the market being now severely oversold that we get one last hurrah before the market starts to, or before the Fed starts to low, uh, raise interest rates. Now, when that happens, people are going to say, oh man, that's horrible. And the market's going to, uh, is going to follow suit and they're going to start going down a little bit more. Now, I'm thinking that we get into, <clears throat> excuse me, recession or correction territory sometime later in the year as, <clears throat> excuse me, as the interest rates start to rise. But we're going to talk about that in a second as far as interest rates are concerned. So, yes, the market is still going down. Yes, we are looking for a bottom. When it happens, I don't know, but you need to be on alert for it and know that once the market does start going up because we're getting <clears throat> further and further below those levels, the rebound should be very, very strong. But we have to see when that happens and if that happens. All right, looking at our homepage, there's a lot of blood in the streets. And when that happens, people are getting ready to buy. But you want to let the market come to you before you place your buy orders. And again, bottom fishing is going to be a superb opportunity to make money and do it short term. All right, let's talk about those indicators. Now, earnings. We're going to start with earnings. So I went to investing.com. I wanted to see what the earnings look like for this week. This is just this week, just to get a picture of our earnings still going up most uh, overall. So Monday, not a whole bunch of action. Tuesday, we had some companies miss both on earnings and revenues. Uh, I still think that as interest rates rise, banks are going to be the beneficiary of that rise in interest rates. As we keep going down, a lot of red uh, happened on what day was that that was on Tuesday let's go down to Wednesday as we got later into the week more companies started to meet or exceed both earnings and revenues how about uh, United Healthcare how about Procter and Gamble the bigger names that we know about Kinder Morgan both beat on revenues and on earnings Fastenal Citizens Federal Group uh, United Airlines actually beat on both earnings and revenues as we go down I'm just really another uh, bank company WT TFC, uh, Sterling Bank Corp. Bank a lot of banks are still, uh, prior to earnings, uh, interest rates going up, a lot of banks are still hitting earnings. Now, once the these uh, companies start missing earnings, that's when the effect of rising interest rates are going to have a full effect on the market. All right, so as I continue to go down the list, Thursday, more green than anything, another bank. Ah, uh, Sandovic, Fifth Third, another bank. Now, this missed on revenues, but beat on earnings. Baker Hughes hit on revenues, but missed on earnings, and so on and so forth. More companies, as we got later into the week, were and more companies that we know that are bigger companies. Another bank beat on both revenue and earnings, and so on. Independent Bank, again, beat on earnings and interest rates. I'm telling you to keep your eyes on the banks as interest rates go up. So, uh, 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 
earnings is a big factor because as long as earnings are going higher, we're still going to be in a bull market. Now let's talk about interest rates. Projections released by the central bank predict at least three interest rates hike next year uh, and three more in 2023. That's significantly more than a single rate jump. It had uh, forecasted in September. It indicates the central bank is much more concerned about rising prices than it ha- than it was two months ago. So we all know that inflation is an issue. The banks or the, the central bank, the Fed, are going to raise interest rates. It's known. And people are getting prepared for it. And as it happens, the market uh, is going to fall, follow suit as to what's going on. Now, a lot of people out there think that once interest rates go up, that it, this is baked in and that the markets are not going to feel the effect. The only reason when the market really starts to feel the effects, folks, is if earnings are affected. If earnings are affected. Now, if interest rates are going up, companies are going to have to pay more money on the money that they borrow. That's going to affect their bottom line. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, keep in mind as well, as interest rates go up, they're still going to be low as compared to a lot of years ago. So the bar is set way back 70s, 80s, where interest rates were, were much higher. Even as we slowly rise to control inflation, interest rates are going to still be considerably lower. Keep that in mind. All right, so that's from an interest rates. And now let's talk about inflation. Rising inflation tightens squeeze on consumers. Inflation is bad for the market because prices go up. That means people have to spend more money to buy goods. And then they're going to decide which goods they want to buy because they're not going to continue to want to spend all of their money on the goods that they were when they had more disposable cash. So when I say that these are the three things that move markets globally, I ain't just whistling Dixie. You can look at a lot of different things, microeconomic things, macroeconomic things in regards to that. But these are the three things that move markets globally. Just saw a story that uh, China was lowering their interest rates because of what was going on in their economy because of COVID and how it's been devastating their economy. So they've been lowering interest rates to stimulate their economy. We did the same thing in 2020, and now we maybe overstimulated the economy, and now we've got to rein it back in. That's why interest rates are going to go up uh, and hopefully bring down inflation. All right, let's take a look at this from a different perspective. We looked at our market timing graph, but now let's look at the 30,000-foot view of the market utilizing those indicators, earnings, interest, and inflation. We're going to go to the market climate graph. Now, in the VectorVest software, you can't trade off of this. This is the 30,000-foot view looking down at what's going on in the market. Now, on here, we have the S&P index. That's what we look at as far as gauging what the market is doing. We look at what the S&P 500 is doing. We look at the earnings on the S&P 500 and what it's doing. And then we take all of that information and put it into more useful information by using something called the ETI or earnings trend indicator. We take the data from the S&P index and we put it on a scaling between zero and two, which makes it real simple. Is this data good or bad? Above one, it's good. Below one, it's bad and earnings are falling. Right now, look at this. Back in 2021, uh, we got the earnings trend indicator go above one, Bull market at that scenario still running. Now, even though we're pulling back and there is blood in the streets, we are still in a bull market, folks. And that will change when earnings start to fall and when this ETI goes below the value 
of one. All right, so keeping all of that in mind, um, we looked at the market timing graph, uh, market climate graph, the market timing graph to put things into perspective. Let's talk about what to do now. Now, I went to our Unisearch tool and I wanted to see on a 10-day relative timing delta what sectors were moving. I'm going to give you the top five sectors in the VectorVest software that are moving right now. And the two biggest moving ones are mining and petroleum. Those are the only two that are in the positive. Mining is up over 8% in the last two weeks and petroleum is up over, oh, I missed that again. I believe it's up over 3% in the last two weeks. Now, keeping in mind that these are the only two positive sectors in the software at this time, you got to cherry pick. All right, so you go into the mining sector, you right click, you go to look at the stocks that are in that sector to help you to find stocks to get into. But even utility container and bank that are on the rise, they are negative over the last two weeks. So from what's going on right now, these are two sectors for you to look at and keep in mind right now. But remember, the movement of the market or the direction of the market affects over 80% of the stocks within the market. That's why it's becoming harder and harder to find positive sectors moving in the current market's conditions. But as I mentioned earlier, we are at a point where we're starting to look for a bottom. When that happens, I don't know. But we're getting you guys prepared to know that a bottom is coming. And when it does, how do you know when the market stops going down and it starts going up? I'm going to go back to the market timing graph in a second for a second. Now, the last time I did this video, I said that we got our subscribers out of the market uh, from a more conservative standpoint on 1121, 1122 of 2022. I got some pushback and said, I cherry picked. How about the other market timing dates on this? Well, let's put this on a one year graph. Did we get some whipsaws? Absolutely. And someone says, well, what about the other market town calls? Would you have gotten out? Absolutely. Notice that from a more conservative standpoint, these calls do an excellent job. They generate less calls. And even in tricky markets, they can be susceptible to whipsaws like this one here. Notice on 9-2 of 2001, look at that. We got an up candle or up uh, 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 an up arrow, very quickly it reversed. But after that reversal, look at that down call. Was that a good down call to observe? Absolutely, before the market went up. Was that a good opportunity to get into the market from a longer term perspective and make money? Absolutely. And more recently, there it is, 1122. Was that an absolute great reason to get out of the market? Absolutely. I also want to look at what's going on today. We dropped through another level of support, sitting at a level of about 62. So is the market looking for a bottom? Absolutely. Will it get there at some point? Because people are going to say enough is enough. And when do you going to know when the market is bottom? Look at this. After the market pulled back, we looked for an up, boom, got in. After the market pulled back, stayed that way. Late call, absolutely. Market fell, coming up off of a bottom, great call in. Right now, we're at a level where the market is down. Even on these rebounds, as I stated in my last video, it wasn't able to break through a solid level of resistance. And as we did the video uh, this week, the market is just falling, falling, falling. But again, the good news is that the market is currently looking for a bottom. The more distended they go below these levels, the bigger the rebound is going to be. One last thing I'm going to give for you. Here are some speculative 
speculative stocks that are on my radar. These are stocks that I've done videos on, on many of them, but these are stocks that I've done my homework on that for the long term, great news behind these, they just need to come into their own. These are stocks that I feel have great opportunities to go up. A couple of them are meme stocks, uh, the AMC and GME. But a lot of these other stocks are stocks I want you guys to do your homework on. Are they all getting killed? Absolutely. Are the majority of themselves? Absolutely. But do your homework. Xroth is a good long-term stock. Go do your homework. I still like Tandem. I still like TNXP. I still like Sensionics. Uh, I like Dexcom. They're in there. You know, they're competitors. These are stocks that if nothing else, I'm going to give to you as a bonus, but do your homework on them. All right. With that, folks, I want to say thank you for joining me for this video. I want you to keep in mind, there's three things that move markets globally. This is what's affecting the market right now. There's fears on interest. There's fears on in, uh, inflation, but we're still in a bull market. Earnings are still going up. Take all of that with a grain of salt, utilize it and getting a better understanding of what's going on in the market. Keep in mind, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Folks, this video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.